You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A, sponsored by Blueprint MCAT. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. What can I help you with? Okay, so I had a very interesting start to my academic undergraduate uh, learning. Um, first, I want to begin with high school. So in my high school, we didn't have AP courses. Okay. We actually had college and high school courses that we received transcripts from the universities based on the classes that we signed up for. However, that necessarily didn't mean that I went to the university yep. and I was actually taught by those professors. So for me, I was taught by high school, my high school teachers in using a college book. Um, and so, and I received college credit. However, <laughs> I have seven university transcripts. <laughs> Um, it's very expensive. Um, and you know, in some of the classes I didn't do well, like statistics and calculus, I was not ready as a sophomore or as a senior in high school to be taking those classes. (laughs) And so, um, there was nothing that I could do. Um, and so I received a D in statistics and I received an F in calculus and, you know, smart college people, you know, they would withdraw and all that kind of stuff, but I didn't have that option. Yep. It's like, once you signed up, you signed up. And so my going into undergrad, I had to retaste statistics for my major. So that was fine. I received a better grade in statistics. I did not need to take calculus for my major. So I never have retaken calculus, but you know what? It it shouldn't necessarily matter. Um, And so then another thing was I didn't do well in um, a four credit nursing class because I was originally a nursing major. And so, um, but it also resulted in my program going on probation because people couldn't pass the class. 75% (laughs) of the class couldn't pass. So not only did I not receive a good grade, but the program went on probation. So, um, so there were a lot of predicament. However, like in undergrad, I switched my major over. I loved my major. I did very well. I was a biobehavioral health major. So I have a very holistic way of looking at health because we follow the biopsychosocial model. Um, and I took my sciences. Um, and I have a very extreme upward trend. Great. After the semester of switching over, constant dean's list. I had a 4.0 um, a couple of semesters. So great. my undergraduate GPA from where I actually received my degree went from a 2.1 to a 3.43. Okay. So very good. Very nice. Um, I did apply to medical school once and I hopefully am going to apply again this cycle. But what I did was I, I made my undergraduate story, my, my challenge story. I didn't necessarily include it. The, prior transcripts um the other thing that i did was I, I wait actually, i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you there because i have no idea what you just said oh sorry you um, you made your undergraduate story your challenge story what does that mean um in the secondaries you know when they ask do you have a challenge okay or what challenges did you have to overcome, you to overcome. I t- okay i talked about my undergraduate gpa overcoming that i didn't necessarily touch on the transcripts um, and when what, I apply, what, what do you mean by touch on the transcripts? Cause your GPA and your transcripts are the same thing. What do you mean by that? 
I didn't, I didn't even include them. Like I didn't even talk about them because. What, to I, me, I, what do you, I, again, I don't understand what you mean. Sorry. What do you mean you didn't uh, include them? Um, in my discussion on my GPA, I only talked about the GPA where I earned a degree. So, okay. I, I think you're complicating things for no reason. Okay. Your GPA is your GPA. It doesn't matter that you went to seven schools. Okay. Just to completely ignore that. You had good grades. You had bad grades. You have an upward trend. Period. End of story. So. Okay. Re just remove the narrative that you went to a lot of schools, you changed majors, all of this fun stuff, right? Okay. So, so now that I'm clear on, on what you're talking about in terms of undergraduate challenge, transcripts, et cetera, let's, let's keep going. Sorry. So I, my question for you is, is there anything else that I can do? Um, the other thing that I did was I called the schools to explain my transcripts. And okay. why there are so many schools, okay. where I actually received my degree. Okay. I mean, yeah. So again, I, I I think you were hung up on this. I have lots of transcripts and the schools don't care. They're like, okay. do you have the classes you need? Like the prereqs? What does your GPA look like? What does the trend look like? You'd be surprised okay. right now that I, I started MAP to this, this new software platform that I've started. Mm -hmm. I am amazed at how many schools students go to. It, oh, okay. it has it has just flabbergasted me. I had no clue that students went to seven schools, but a lot of students do. You'd be surprised how many okay. school students jump around to. So so that I mean that's that's a narrative that is stuck in your head for some reason okay. as like not good enough or or is going to be a, a complication to your application. Like it is what it is. You went to a lot of schools. End of story. So okay. so let's not focus on that. Let's focus on how you did at those schools. So obviously you have an upward trend. Mm -hmm. How many credits do you have at close to a 4.0 in terms of like the last 20 credits are close to a 4.0, the last 40 credits, what does that look like? So I would say the last 40 credits are close to a 4.0. Okay. And your calculated... AMCAS GPA is around what? Around a 3.4? No, it's lower because okay. of the because of the multiple transcripts. Okay. So what's what's your calculated GPA at? It's a 3.1. Okay. So 3.1 so what is your science calculated GPA at, Dina? I think it was closer to a 3.3 because okay. the transcripts that I have aren't necessarily a lot of them are were science classes. Yeah. Okay. So thankfully I took them all at the place where I earned my degree. Okay. Again, where you earn degree has nothing to do with anything. Okay. So stop complicating your narrative <laughs> with that. Um, so lower GPA, but nice, strong upward trend, just mm -hmm. super common story we see all the time. So from a last 40 credits being close to a 4.0, at the end of the day, your GPA probably won't be an issue. Okay. Got it. You said you applied to medical school previously. When was that application mm -hmm. cycle? So it was the, um, I would have started class of the 20, the 2020. So it was the 2019. So you applied 2019. Yes. Okay. And why did you apply then? 
I thought I was ready. I thought, okay. you know, I have this strong upward trend in GPA. Mm. Um, I've taken all the science courses and have done well in the science courses. Okay. And Were, was uh, that was that 40 credit trend included there as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, it so was. you're out of school. You've been out of school. Yes. Okay. Got it. Um, I've been working for two years. Um, I had patient care hours working as a nurse's aide. I worked in oncology clinical research. I Got it. had volunteer services. Got it. I Got it. What, what happened in that application cycle? Did you get any interviews? I did. I actually did get two interviews with okay. Lee Common Erie and Lee Common Florida. Okay. Um, and I went over my interview stuff with a lot of different people. Pri like I prepped. And then afterwards, I was like, you know, this is what I said. This is the questions that were asked. And everyone was kind of like, okay, I don't think it was anything that you said or how you conducted yourself. And okay. so thankfully, I, I, you know, I did call the schools and I said, you know, I, I'm going to reapply. I want to be a doctor. Um, what, what can I do? And they all said, go do a master's program and raise your GPA and, and raise your MCAT score. Yeah. Okay. And that, and that was everyone's advice. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the, the stereotypical advice for a lower GPA. Although with 40 credits close to a 4.0 GPA, I probably wouldn't have given that advice. Did you go and do a master's program? I did. So okay. I'm and what was the master's in, a, in? I'm getting my biomedical sciences from okay. the University of Pittsburgh. Okay, great. And how are you doing there? I'm doing really well. Okay. I The first semester was... Um, it was my first time being back in school within three years. So yeah. it, it did take me a little while to jumpstart. Yeah. Um, I wasn't happy with my first semester. GPA was a three, four, okay. but all A's and B's. Um, and this semester, it's lo hopefully looking like a 4.0. Okay. All right. So doing well in your master's. What was your MCAT the first time you took it? Uh, that was probably one of the telltale. It was a 497. Okay. But I, and I only applied to schools. I looked within the 10th percentile. I looked within the accepted rate. And yep. I'm like, you know, it is low, yep. but yep. people yep. are, people are taking it. Got it. Your, your MCAT was the reason you didn't get into school. It wasn't your, your GPA. Okay. So here's, okay. here's the problem with, with advice that schools give is schools are part of the academic institution, right? And so their general answer is, keep going through the academic institution, right? Let's, let's have some more tuition money that we can spread out to other schools. And so go do a master's program. From an academic standpoint, you had proven yourself with 40 credit hours at, at close to a 4.0, whatever that was, right? Mm -hmm. Going and getting a master's degree, getting close to maybe a 3.7 next time or 3.8, whatever that's going to look like, isn't, isn't like more more like evidence that you can do well in classes. You had 40 credits, which is probably more than your master's degree at close to a 4.0. Your MCAT score sucked. That's what you needed to fix, not a master's degree, right? So you can see, like I get super frustrated when that type of advice is given. Mm -hmm. You needed a better MCAT score, period. Okay. Period. End of story. Okay. And so... What are you doing now to fix your MCAT score? Oh, lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the other thing was, is that I was working, I was working a full-time job with an hour commute each, like, each direction. Like I, I didn't live in the city. Yeah. And so, um, so I was, I was commuting each way and um, 
was getting home around four, waking up at five in the morning, um, and was probably studying like from four to 10 o'clock at night, crashing, repeat. And so now I'm in the master's program. So I'm literally dedicating all of my time, energy into the MCAT. Um, I did go through at the time next step prep. Um, and so the program that I am, I'm in now does Kaplan. So doing a little bit of Kaplan, um, doing some one-on-one tutoring with one of the students that was actually recommended through Pitts Med School um, that he received the 99th, 95th percentile. So working with him. Um, another thing was, is that I went to the Miles Down Anki deck. Okay. So I have been doing that. Um, and a lot of AAMC passages. Um, at this point, I don't think it's content. Yep. It's literally the, the test, test skills. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And so it's almost never the content. <laughs> Unless you're getting like a 485, it's almost never the content. It's almost always test skills and, and specifically MCAT test skills, unfortunately. Right. So trying to figure out the, the passage. And the answers and going over that. And and now I have a study buddy. The other thing is, is because I didn't know anyone that was taking the MCAT when I was working. And now yeah. I'm in class full of people taking the MCAT. Yeah. So that's another thing that I think has also really helped. Um, I actually pushed my test date back to May. But the thing is, is I actually really haven't seen an improvement. I'm getting stuck in my head. So that's been um, definitely an issue. And um really getting the reading comprehension down. Yeah. How many full lengths have you taken to date? Um, well, I've only taken Kaplan. Okay. And I've taken four full okay. length tests. Okay. So, and they're all in, they're all in the same area. 497, 498, yeah. 496. Um, I, and it's literally like, I'll go over it and it's like, I literally picked the most stupid answer. <laughs> Why did I do that? Like, I'll, I'll literally sit there and be like, why did I, why did I do that? Like one of the answers was, um, like I picked disaccharide, but I swear to God, when I took the test, it said diastereomer <laughs> because all the answer choices were epimers and antimers, constitutional isomers. And then I, I was like, yeah, you know, I think it's disaccharides Yeah. So, and, or diastereomers. And the answer actually said disaccharides. So, yeah. um, just like really trying to slow myself down reading, understanding what I'm reading. Um, yeah. Lots of fun. Are, are you finishing the sections when you take it? So something that w- is actually really interesting is, is that when I prepped for the test initially, I was prepping to take the test in the allotted time. So I was actually never slowing down or pausing or like doing it untimed um so of course yes i finished the test in the allotted time but something that i've gone over with my tutor he's like don't time yourself just take a passage and however long it takes you just take your time so i am having to deconstruct how i originally looked at the passages and how i originally looked at the test so right now I'm trying to learn how to take my time and solidify my thinking and reading. The the current kind of 497s that you're getting now with the full length exams, are those timed or untimed? Timed. Okay, those ones are timed. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you're going through and, and doing them untimed. And I'm doing better. Yeah. I'm only missing one or two per passage, or I'm only missing like a few, or I'm getting mm-hmm. in the cars passage, I'm getting full path- passages correct. Yeah. Um, but the one thing with Kaplan is, or either I can't find it or it's not there. I cannot find the no timing mm. or half time. Cause I know on next step, they used to be like one and a half time allotment, no yep. time allotment yeah. and, or, or normal time. And so I can't find that on the Kaplan <laughs> test. Yeah. Blue, Blueprint's platform is, is the best by far. Next step is now Blueprint. Um, their, their platform by far is the best. It allows you to kind of no time, time and a half, whatever you need. And even with, with the COVID testing last year, they were one of the first ones, if not the first one to actually go to COVID length exams. And so uh, I, I think, Definitely, I would recommend adjusting or or adding in some of the blueprint exams too um, mm-hmm. to your prep. The kind of analytics backend on Blueprint uh, is is really good to give you some some of that feedback. Are you changing your answers from right to wrong because you're second guessing yourself? Where what what types of subjects are you really struggling with? Kind of taking the content that you know, but then trying to translate mm-hmm. it into answers on the test, they give you a, a lot of good of that, uh, a lot of great backend knowledge. Okay. Got it. But yeah. So MCAT, MCAT, MCAT is your, is your devil. Um, so you definitely need to, to up the game there. And it sounds like you're working on that. So good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's, I had a feeling it might've been that, but you know, Sometimes it's nice to hear it again from someone else that's in this business. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else can I do for you? No, that was it. Like that, that is like the old, like I know my, I have the shadowing, Mm. I have the research, I have the, um, the patient care hours, I have the volunteering. Um, like when I look at every, I'm like, okay, it was my GPA and it was my MCAT. Well, I've, done the GPA in the upward trend and going to a master's program and doing well in that. And so now it's like, it's all coming down to the MCAT. I'm, yep. I'm definitely feeling the pressure because I'm definitely feeling like I, I have to do well on this one. I have to do better on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's a very big, I don't know if it's a positive feedback loop or a negative feedback loop, but the, the, you obviously, you get seven times to take the MCAT. You only want to take it once because that pressure builds each time and, mm-hmm. and your chances of scoring better keep going down because of the extra stress that you keep putting on yourself of like, okay, I have to do better this time. And, and with that, that kind of sense of doom or gloom, it just increases your anxiety on test day. It's, it's, it's a terrible feedback loop there. Yeah, yeah, it is. I actually was talking to one of my classmates and she was like, yeah, I took my MCAT for a third time. And I was like, well, how, how did how did that go? How did the first two times go? And strangely enough, she got a 497 the first time she took it. Yep. She got a 502 the second time she took it. And she actually got a 510 the third time nice. she took it. And I was like, what, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> please, please tell me what you did. <laughs> Impart your wisdom, please. And she said what? Um, 
this is not advice for anyone. She is not, she actually, she's like, please don't do what I did. She said, I actually need to have a lot of pressure to study. She said, otherwise I don't, I don't do it. She said, so the she first needed time accountability. Took, yeah. And so yeah. the first time she took the MCAT, she only studied for two weeks. The second time she took the MCAT, she was like, oh, I was distracted by things. And like, I took like a month to study. And she's like, the third time I took it, I took, two months solid no distractions nothing yeah and she's like to the point that i made myself sick and like <laughs> lost sleep oh. and i only focused on the i was she's like so don't do what i did yeah. and i'm like no <laughs> no but yeah. but what study strategies did you use and like what um online uses did did you go through and stuff so yeah that was that was that all right yeah MCAT, MCAT, MCAT. Uh, check out the blueprint exams if you haven't yet. I would definitely recommend those for the, the analytics on the back end for that untimed version to help you with that. <laughs> Just make sure you understand the MCAT. That's the biggest thing there. Yes. Thank you again, and thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 